Welcome to the Rolled Standard. I'm Christopher, and I am going to be our GM as we jump back into Merc Borg. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe there wasn't John Cena music there. No, he's not here. No. He was in the last That's stuff. not on That's true. Yep, yep. I'm joined, of course, by the usual players at this table. Hello. I'm Levi. I play Dennis, the menace. <laughs> Man, got that out of the way quick. Yeah, I'm glad he did. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta, so you can't bring it back up. And I'm Jake. I play Arthur. That's probably the calmest he's going to be all night. <laughs> yeah. Nope, I, I hope. <laughs> and I'm Nate, and I play Melville, Hugo Lesterborn. And with that, let's roll the music. Three of you, Dennis Watkins, Arthur Higgins, and Melville Hugo Lesterborn, along with your new acquaintance, Tethic Norvis, step through a portal and into this plane of blackness. Well, this is foreboding. I pull out my lamp. It's. It, I forgot you, you had that. Yeah, you pulled I it. did not. <laughs> you pull your lantern out and you see that, like, it, it emits light just around itself. But basically, like it, ha- it has maybe a one foot radius of light due to the. But we can see like darkness. Each other, you can see everything just fine. As if there's like oh weird light not needing to be cast. I you... put my lamp away. Okay, that's like... useless here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you notice you standing on on a what can only really only be described as a plateau ripped out of the ground and no other ground around. Think like Dragon Ball Z. Other just like up. Thing floating in the air with like you know it's oh, iconic, oh, sure. cone shaped. Yeah, oh, you got me. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and in the and it's just this dark, hard packed earth, and and in the middle of that stands this obsidian tower. Tethic looks at the three of you. He's like, "Well, well it's good to be home. If you don't mind, I'm gonna slip into something a little more comfortable." And he, <laughs> what? He, he makes a gesture as if he's holding a zipper at the crown of his head and zips it down. Ah! And uh. And, and, and you can see this, like, eldritch energy kind of glowing in this line that he creates as he does this. And he does it all the way down to the down to the gooch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you see, like, his facade, his, 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 his image himself, like, slipping off of him as if it's fabric. But then it kind of disintegrates halfway down. And you see beneath That's this corpse of a man, far more decomposed than you guys were when you first awoken in that cemetery. I totally understand why you did that. Oh, it's so much more comfortable to be out yeah. like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is it? Could you please put that back on? <laughs> oh. You take the mask off, Arthur. I'll put on the... I'm not <laughs> taking this off. Fair enough. Let's just get him some. <laughs> so, gentlemen, why don't you guys make yourselves at home? There is a barracks of sorts that you guys can live in. It's very... Uh, <laughs> That's all right. It works. It's his cousin. He's, he's... <laughs> country <laughs> <laughs> that's the accent the women are like i love you <laughs> no you don't <laughs> god <laughs> those are really hard to do those are throat rippers yeah so quite yeah so the four of you while well, walk into this tower and you see inside it's just this place is very menacing it just it just looks evil like if a building was evil <laughs> this would be that building. I love your chandeliers with the hanging bodies. 
Yes, they're actually some kind of stone. They look pretty convincing, though, don't they? They smell convincing, too. That's not them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is oh, I'm, also foreboding. God damn it. This I, place is terrible. I mean, I thought it was terrible before, to be honest. This place. Uh, better left for dinner. Uh, why don't you guys go settle in and um, meet me in the dining hall? If you are confused, ask any of the servants. Where are they? You'll find them. Oh, oh, oh they'll find this you. place. I'll, I'll send them to you. Gross. Um, where's my room? And he points off in a direction. Um, and you see that like this, the tower itself was very narrow, and you were expecting to find probably just like a spiral staircase going up to the top. But when you inside this thing, it, this has a, a lot of doors. To, you would assume that like based on the size of the room you're in and the size of the exterior from from outside of it, that these doors would lead outside. But apparently they don't. Well, I think I'm going to um, take his advice. I am very profusely hurt still. Today, <laughs> I'm sure that it's obvious that today did not go as planned. I thought it went well. I mean, for us, a, a bit better. Then I'll look over at Dennis. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's still dead. Oh yes, let's do something about that. And he, he like, t- he reaches his hand out to you, and this like white mist kind of flows out of his hand and into you. Yuck! And you feel, <laughs> and you feel your flesh rejuvenate and kind of gain its color again as your blood starts flowing. I didn't think you'd be so pink. Arthur, <laughs> Arthur looks for the zipper effect that you did earlier on himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's real. Oh, weird. You uh, just don't want to give yourself a soul, or? I'm, unfortunately for me, I am not deathless. You three, however, are. You're all staring at me blankly like you don't know what that means. I mean, I mean, what, uh, being what, alive what is, for what two and a half hours. Well, fair enough. I, I, I don't know what that means. Well, you don't die, presumably. That's a big part of it, yes. I mean, you can die, but that takes effort. Indeed. Mm. I, uh, we'll talk after dinner. Oh, actually, rather, since you guys look like you would need a nice, nice... Well, I brought a a housewarming gift, and he holds out a handful of worms. Oh, delightful. Think of it as a casserole. And he just slurps them up like, like gummy, like if they're gummy worms. Well, that was meant for (laughs) dinner, but okay. Oh, there's a snack. Uh Uh (laughs) Ah. I only eat Paul otherwise. What? At dinner. And he walks <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, God. All right. I guess I'm just going to find a place to settle in, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You guys take off uh, into this, the direction that he kind of pointed as your barracks. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see that there is, like, a bunk room for four individual uh, people, obviously. Um, and foot lockers, you know, hearth, desk. It actually looks a little homier than the rest of this building. <laughs> Got a very evil feng shui. <laughs> so you guys do settle into your bunk room here. What do you guys do? Um, Wait patiently, make fun of Dennis, maybe. <laughs> Are you guys going to take like an actual rest here? Yeah, because he's, he's yeah, got that's boo-boos. Not, okay. I think that's not a bad idea. You're at what, one? Um, no, we did eat some worms oh, before Tethic okay, showed up, right. but that's I didn't. True. I was not in good shape then. Yeah, we can consider it a, a, a normal long long rest. We'll call it just due to familiar terms. Regardless of food, considering the events and considering the location, just all of it, really. Um, oh, I suppose it was like the middle of the night when we left. It was um, so, and you guys it, have never actually rested. No, so, so even this, though you're in a place that is, we've hard technically to been these characters in game like two and a half hours. That's a great point. 
Yep. A they've lot has happened. Been, they've been animated and moving around for two and a half hours. <laughs> That's really Well, it makes sense then that we'd like sleep and then wake up around dinner time the next Yeah, now day. that we're all human and Actually, probably feeling yeah. exhausted. That's probably true. Yep. Okay, so we're going to do what I'm calling the dawn protocol. And we'll get used to this because it's going to happen every single in-game day. Um, and they're going to be rolling on the calendar of Necrobell. And uh, we're not going to do that until we get out of this place. Okay. Okay, so we likely won't do that till next episode, to be honest. All right, um, let's end it. <laughs> the way we're going to do that is um, we're going to roll a d20 initially. Every time a misery happens, it's going to change. It's going to escalate. So after the first one, it's going to be a d12, and then a 10, oh, 8, boy. 6, 4, and eventually the, that, d, that seventh misery is going to be rolled on a d2. However, there will be um, something you can do to prevent that, and we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, Circumcision. Second thing, rolling for depleted omens. And uh, right now, I believe uh, Dennis and Melville both are depleted. Arthur, do you still have any omens? I still have one. Oh, you have one. Okay. So, Dennis, you're going to roll a D2, and Melville, you're going to roll a D3. Right now? Yeah. Okay. One. Two. Nice. Okay, there you go. That's your um, new omens for the day. Yay! Um, roll for powers, all three of you. That's presence plus D4. Uh, presence plus D4. Where's D4? Let's find it. That's five. Okay. Shit. One. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Wait, I don't remember. What, uh... Presence. Your stat. Yep. It's a negative one. Yes. Yep, so a D4 minus one, then. Oh, boy. So roll a D3. Yeah. Roll a, roll a one. A three. So, okay. So two. Two. That's, yep. better, that's better off than I expected you to get. To Whatever honest. that means. We're going to be rolling for undead effects every day as well. Um, not, not applicable. You guys are all technically living. Um, Wait, what the heck was my one for? What? Yeah, what's mine two for? Well, we just rolled for well, powers. Powers. Yeah, powers. Powers. Oh, the number of times day. you can use your thing. Oh, so I, can, so I can monkey twice. Yeah, technically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or use a scroll and monkey. Yep. Yeah. Or monkey and use Don't a scroll. Don't I have to roll for my power? But I mean, using it once also? and staying there. Yeah, yeah that's what the D4 place. roll was. So is it still the worms? Like, don't I have... Oh, we're, oh, we're, we're getting power? to that. We're getting to that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's literally the next thing. Arthur, roll for Pale One's Blessing. So roll D6. Oh, boy. Two. A two? Is it the worms again? No, it's not. It's membranous wings. <laughs> yes! <laughs> no. Yes! You can fly short distances but cannot wear armor. Birds seem to dislike you. So don't oh. worry about that right now because that'll come out in the fiction. Uh, Shit. Arthur, again, roll for the shard of metal 2%. So roll a D100. Oh, you you can, roll a 1 oh, I forgot about that. You, uh, which you, one was the we were using for the 100? These are the D100s. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Oh my. Let me get all this out of the way. No what, he, yeah, keep, you keep just it. find a dead body in the bed <laughs> with wings. <laughs> oh, you're 41. 41. 41? Okay, yeah. If you roll a one or a two, you're dead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you are like, you can be resurrected in the ways that we'll talk about. But here. that would still suck for the. You would lose it. A, yeah, it would be some, um, some things. Okay, you have a small we'll, chance. We'll talk about that when we get to that next part of the expedition. Absolutely. Uh, we'll next also roll weather. Guys. Not going to matter right now. Okay. Um, and rolling for the day's event, if applicable. It might be the case. Because I like the, in the spirit of Merc Borg being a very random game, mm-hmm. or Merc Bory. Yeah, you know, or Merk, or Morkborg if you're uneducated. <laughs> Morkborg. No, Mork-Mork. I mean to be honest, Morkborg or Morkbori. Uh, I've heard, I've heard uh, reputable people in the game itself uh, refer to it as both. So, either way, um, so that'll be the dawn protocol essentially. Other important things, and we're adding these uh, ourselves. Um, we decided to homebrew a couple rules, and I decided a really great campaign homebrew was something I'm calling the Curse of Deathlessness, essentially. And then he mentioned. Um, Tethic did earlier that you guys are deathless and what that means is you guys continue to 
We're like roaches. Well, the normal person, once they're dead, they're dead. You know, certain things could bring them back, but they're never truly themselves. You know, you guys, your soul has sort of a an ember in a way, and the more this thing has, the more potency that your soul fire uh, has will will determine how many how much longer you are able to keep doing this. Uh, specifically, there are three method or modes of deathlessness, or, uh, and they are living, undead, and dead. So anytime you die, regardless of whether or not you're living or undead, you will be dead. Now, you guys can perform the ritual of deathlessness on each other. It's one person can do it on another person per long rest, essentially. And uh, that requires um, the use of your soul fire potency by one on the person who is being, being resurrected. Revived. Yep. So it drains their potency. Regardless of whether or not you were undead or alive, you will die. You'll become dead when dead. And, and then, then will be revived as undead regardless of where you started with that. If you are undead for an entire, from dawn to dawn, you can perform the ritual of deathlessness on yourself, bringing yourself back to alive again or living. Ooh, that's cool. So in Weird other words, to go so. from straight up dead to living, it requires the potency of two to, to be spent. So if you've only got one, I mean, is and your soul fire potency is going to be a, a consumable resource that but is going to be valuable. You can't die again that day. Otherwise, you have to wait another fucking day to go human. It makes sense. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I was trying to balance this two, this, the stages or the states because why would you want to be alive if being undead was not Better. much different? Also, you'll be rolling on the uh, being dead table, which is courtesy of somebody, and I will uh, cover that in the prologue or in the uh, in the epilogue there, I guess. So the other thing is in open graves. We fudged your guys' HP quite a bit. Yeah, yes! um, to explain I liked that, it. I liked ultimately, it, you determine your four stats, and then you have those modifiers or whatever they end up being, um, and that's what you add to a D8 roll, the toughness, to determine. Like for you guys, I know uh, for Arthur and Mel, we both have zero toughness. Yes. Whereas Dennis has plus two. Chip. Uh, ultimately, you guys would have added those to a D8 roll, but what we did was use the original toughness number that figured right. modifier and right. added that to a D8. Not how you do it. Um, so we're going to fix that. Now that you guys are alive, you change state, and it kind of makes... We're, we're, we're fictionally making sense of the mechanic, mechanical yeah. failure. So you guys are now, literally, Arthur has eight hit points, and I'm giving you max for your first level. So just as if you rolled an eight. So eight Thanks, for Arthur. Dad. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> eight for Arthur, eight for Melville, and ten for... For Dennis. For the monkey boy. I am never going into combat. You're carrying two bananas. Dude, I've seen a person with one HP, a player, a character, with one HP, make it through everything. Holy yeah. shit. Everything so yeah, far. it's been... Well, just remember that bridge scene. Oh, yeah, for sure. We survived Here's that. the thing. Yeah. If, you only like have, 20... if, if you feel like you don't have a lot, then you hold it dearly and act accordingly. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. That's it. Uh, Dennis you know. runs away. I mean, if that's what you feel I, you need to do I to have save to do yourself, it in the, do it. I had to do that in the world where I we had more Arthur's, HP. Arthur's the only one not willing to run from the fight until, yeah. until I feel he's... like <laughs> the lesson that like you're in, in any tabletop RPG... Uh, where like your players are always like running headlong into combat, but it's not a good idea. Yeah, this is the ultimate game to teach them the lesson. Yeah, yeah. The, no, this like, is D &D great. Will not teach you that. No, because you can survive everything. I, I, I loved how I was forced to run away because yeah. Dennis took the Dude, the only light source. Dude, is humbling, but also important because yeah. it keeps yeah. you alive. No, it was great. <laughs> it made it made for a great. Yeah. Story. Well, I mean, for yeah, sure. we didn't fight those guys, and for good reason. To touch back up on the uh, HP situation, what we're going to do now is those are the new HP that you have. Right. When you hit zero, 
you're broken, right? And then you roll your broken D4, you know, whatever. If you end up dying in that scenario, you're, you're, you're dead. It can be risen again as undead, and then that will put you down to zero hit points still. And you'll be going down to your negative version of what you had and as your max while living. So for you two, you go down to negative eight and you're, you die as undead. undead. Right. For you, negative ten. Sweet. So that's pretty much it. I think that's pretty simple. Yeah. I had it done differently, but I saw the being dead did do it that way, the being dead document. And I was like, nah, that's a great way to do it. It's the same thing, but it just simpler single scale rather than two different scales. Right. That are identical. <laughs> so that's pretty much it. You won't be doing the broken thing when you die as undead. You just become dead. Also, an important note is because we're doing the, the hit point system that way, if you have two hit points, for example, and take three damage, you're not going to negative one. You're going to zero. Because you'll be brought back. Because you're going to be dead. And when you're brought back. It would break back, that, that, little, that mechanic a little bit. Right. Yeah. It, it makes sense because if when you die. You get brought back at zero. You get brought back at zero. It's not. Yeah. Like you're being brought back. It would from it would undead. it would nullify the point of those negative numbers existing in the right. first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, actually, we could do that. You take three damage in that scenario with two hit points, you're at negative one, therefore you're not doing the broken roll, you're just straight dead. Right? But can be resurrected at zero hit points again as undead. Oh, that works just fine I, too. I see. That'll forego the, the broken zero roll. That does make sense that's too. That's ultimately how you would do it if you were not deathless yeah because you're not yeah you'd just be yeah. dying anyway yeah sure let's let's, let's just do it that way then. sure so, yeah that so makes we sense. don't have to like we don't have to crop I d- it i didn't even think about but that what would me the... neither until we verbalized it of course the, the, what is the broken zero roll then okay so what when you hit zero hit been? points oh i suppose that makes sense yeah, considering we, we, have, that. we haven't ever hit it yeah no that's true when you hit zero hp you <laughs> are broken and what that means then is you roll a d4 if you roll a one, you fall unconscious for D four rounds and awaken with D four HP. You don't really go. You don't really die. You're just you went. You got knocked out and then you that come is, back. That is not um, that bad though. A two, you roll a D six on a one through five. You have a broken or severed limb, and on a six, you lost an eye. Can't act for D four rounds, then become active with D four hit points. So it's the similar as that, but with coming back harm. with the hit points though is like the real boon. It gives of you. That. It gives it back. Uh, three is a hemorrhage. Uh, death in D2 hours unless treated. All tests are DR16 the first hour, DR18 the last hour. Yeah, it comes with the boon, huh? No, the also first the two do, though. everything else happening. Hey, no, yeah. no, no. And four is straight up dead. If you roll a, D, a four on that D4, you just straight up dead. You, think, you have to think about the mechanics of, of Merc Borg, though. Those first two broken rolls are, are benevolence in, in the world of Merc Borg. It's like for real. And a lot of these tables, the nicest they could be. Like, you feel like rolling low is always bad. It just it seems like basically TTRPGs teach you that kind of ingrained, but not like the case for these tables. Yeah, these tables die. are often better on a low roll yeah, sometimes. Yeah. It depends on the table, it depends on the creator. So, with that, you guys have rested. I think we've talked about the deathlessness thing enough to be un- for, for you guys as well as the listeners to understand what we're doing with that. And we'll cover more stuff when the questions arise, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. They always do. They always do, and that's fine. Part of the process, friends. Yeah. Another thing I want to mention is I'm going to actually fill the episodes, the ones that I write, uh, with Easter eggs. Kind of referencing anything, really. Mostly metal stuff because of the setting. That's fair. Um, and I'm going to put a question out there in the Spotify, intera- like the Q&A part of it, to see if you guys caught any of them out there. Uh, if you have, comment it. That's awesome. Let me know. Because they're pretty good. And that's and if you can find those, then <laughs> hell yeah, you, you did some some digging. That's cool because I, I like. You, Did you put an Easter egg in yet? No. 
I don't believe so. <laughs> I, I think I've just been telling just talking mechanics stuff, and then there's a slight introduction to the scenario before they rested. If you, if you, you said rested. if you said yes, I'm like, oh, this makes sense that I don't know any of this. Well, then and yeah. I no, I haven't. I haven't yet actually. <laughs> no, no. Now everybody pay attention. Yeah, well, I, I guarantee this part zero doesn't have any. Yeah, well, <laughs> even then, I'm Jake so... will put one in. <laughs> you, you're free. Just, okay. So that's the question this episode. Did you catch Jake's reference? Because I didn't. <laughs> yeah, in the, no, it's just like a, a cut of some really bad audio from like a laptop the microphone. Just like, that's a bastard. And then just comes back into the conversation. <laughs> what is that, a kiss reference? <laughs> what are you Fuck. Oh, my God. Oh my god! Uh, I'll just have a, a poorly. Recorded... It makes so much sense for you to be that character, though, Levi. God damn it! Uh... Poorly recorded audio of basements and bastards playing in the background somewhere. Oh god! I don't even. Oh no! Don't even wanna... <laughs> okay, so with that, I feel like you guys have taken your long rest. Let's personally take a short rest, and when we come back, dinner with Tessa. Wink it. <laughs> what? Welcome back to the world standard. We exposited, exposited Expo- <laughs> a lot of stuff. Expose? Uh, whatever. Not that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you guys rested, uh, had a night's sleep in Tethic's tower, and um, have decided to join him in the dining room. And you enter this. You guys see, with the intention of doing that, you leave your room and you look around the hallways and you don't see anybody. But you do see a skeleton. With a bow tie. Nothing else. Just a bow tie. Walk up to you guys. You could at least put some pants on. Looks down. Looks up at you guys. Just shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a weird standard to hold for a skeleton. He just stands there. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> well, uh, to the dining room then. He gestures down the hall with his hand. All right. The three of you walk that direction. He kind of follows behind you guys. You come to a T in this hallway, and you went, you came from this way, and there was T wasn't there before. But he he, he gestures, you hear him, his bones cracking and, <laughs> uh, and groaning. Clacking. Yeah, as he gestures to the right, and you guys turn, and you enter this large door. How unlawful. <laughs> that, <that's, laughs> I know. It, it goes to show who Tethic oh, really is. I mean, you know. <laughs> no, uh, you enter this large double door, and you see this massive black t- everything in here is like shiny and black like it's just all kind of blends itself together sort of sometimes like there's probably things that you pass in the hallway you didn't even realize because it just blends it's very in. glossy in it's here. the kind very of glossy place, yeah it's the kind of place where like you could put a lot of light in here and it'd still be a dim place yeah actually and it is it is relatively dim i mean it's bright in its own way in a kind of this weird kind of gives off its own light Ooh, weird it's almost like if the the presence of light isn't even necessary you know what I mean? Mm, kind of like the void outside of this place. Yeah, it was very simple. I mean, it's in this place, so I mean, or assume, presumably, right. assumedly. But you see at the, at the head of this long table, Tethic, in his undead state, sitting at the head of the table in a very tall chair, too tall. <laughs> um, and along on, at his right, you see his brother, Pelgrane, sitting there, uh, muscle-bound as always, shirtless as heck. <laughs> Oh, there you are, Denim Dad. Hey, it's good to see you boys. Yeah, we made it. Yes, gentlemen. It oh, took fuck. you long enough, I feel like you fell asleep. Yeah, that tends to happen when you all of a sudden need sleep. 
Yeah, no, I let you go. Um, have a seat, gentlemen. I will have the servers bring out some food. Awesome. And uh, Arthur flexes his flesh wings or whatever the hell they are. Ah, oh, Jesus! Ugh. Yeah, they'll go away soon. Uh, I'm not proud of them either. That's interesting. D- 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 does this p- p- pinkness wear off? I, <laughs> I, I don't remember being this pink. Technically it does. <laughs> Depending on how you play your cards. It's like my body is just flowing with blood. Yeah, that's what living is. <laughs> Has he been dead longer than us? I think he might have been. Honestly, I have no idea how long any of you have been dead. I have many questions, actually, regarding that. Uh, cool, what's for dinner? I'm full up on worms. I hope and it's not worms. As, as you ask that, uh, another door in the room, like a side door, opens up and four skeletons come in. Bow ties as well, indistinguishable from each other and from the one you is no longer with you, <laughs> but was. They all bring out plates with huge cuts of meat. Um, they leave this massive, like, Fred Flintstone-sized rib thing, uh, just cut of rib uh, in front of Pelgrane. I'm sure you need a lot of protein to keep that up. Horse. Full of protein. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and other cuts of meat set at the table in front of all of you, um, dubiously shaped. You wouldn't happen to have any cabbage, would you? Cabbage? No cabbage, per se, but moon cabbage, perhaps. Oh, <laughs> can't avoid it. <laughs> it can't be avoided. Perhaps later. Uh, again, you, uh, you, uh, if we're going back to references, uh, what about Paul? <laughs> Paul, yeah. Oh, yes, this is Paul. And he, like, gestures to the, to the plates of meat. Uh, oh. I eat nothing but Paul. But it, what? Is Paul uh, can, a human? I was just going to say, was. is it sort of? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, he is human, but uh, doesn't really behave as humans do. I am. I should not have asked. <laughs> you, <laughs> if you prefer something else, I'm sure there's more horse or other things, perhaps. Uh, you will learn that as you are in debt, you would need to eat human meat for sustenance. Oh, fuck. Well, very well. And Arthur picks up a fork and. Starts eating Paul. We, wow, you are a living man. You do not need to do that. Oh, fuck. I was just going to, to say that. Um, so do you have a, 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 a farm of Paul's? Is, is, is this how that works? In a matter of speaking, Why didn't you yes. tell me first? You were pretty hasty. <laughs> uh, no, I would definitely. I'd rather have horse for sure. All right. <laughs> Good luck, friend. I, I mean, you can choke that down if you want. Go fuck yourself. I, mean, I, I guess I could spare some horse. How about the? You're not gonna eat a whole horse, are you? Not I'll today. Take the fowl. For the course of three days, maybe. Well, I definitely don't need as much as you do. He eats a whole horse in three days. Yeah. Holy shit. How do you think he stays that jack? <laughs> You just fill your body with horse and you fucking jack. <laughs> He's eight foot nine. Look at him. Not He's not long. even human. Oh, no, I'm human. And he stares at you. <laughs> I stare back. And oh. they just don't break eye contact for too Anyways, long. Too long. Tethic, you were. Uh, Meanwhile. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, I don't. Why are we here? I mean, we're a, alive now. Can we just leave? That's a great question. And yes, you may, if you choose to do so. But however, I do have an offer for you. You are deathless, and I feel like the GM may have ex- uh, gave you the exhibition <laughs> as to what that is, so I no longer need to do that. <laughs> however, um, I do know what that means for all of us. 
You see, the end is coming. Veru has spoken this. And it's inevitable. However, we can stave it off. You uh. see, the world is filled with icons of evil. And these icons, if brought out of the dying world, will uh, slow the acceleration of the apocalypse. Give me one reason why I would care. Do you enjoy living? I honestly don't care. It's fun. I like to kill things. Yeah, you think keep about doing that. Well, think about what it was like when, um, I, I assume, then, that me reliving my death for what felt like eternity is not just a me thing. That's what happened for you? You, you lived uh, your, your, death, your dying moment? Yes. Eternally? That oh, it was, it, was, it was horrible, yes. I've heard many accounts of that, but I've also heard many accounts of other things. It was a long and arduous hanging. <laughs> Oi. What about you, Arthur? What did you, what did you experience before you awoke in that cemetery? I, uh, I was captured, and they caged me, and then dropped me in an ocean. You and drowned. They drowned me, yes. And I imagine you spent eternity drowning. Sure, and I woke up in a box, so I guess they just pulled my body out like some anchor. Hmm. Fucking finished me off by putting me in the ground. I don't know. It's a lot it of It wasn't effort. great. That's a lot of effort for a man who's already dead. You must have been somebody to Maybe me. I was the Keenan, you were my jester. Ah, Mel. I that doubt would make, that. That would make a lot of sense. I doubt that very highly. As <laughs> do I. Uh, but maybe. What about you, Dennis? Yes, what about you, Dennis? I have a question regarding your behavior. Uh. Why do you scream at trees? <laughs> it seems absurd and I'm guessing you are a lumberjack. Yes, is that the case? Did you jack the lumber? <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> That's so... It's terrible. It's Carrie Wood. <laughs> you disgusting fucks. Yeah, you perverts. <laughs> Hell great, quit laughing. Well, from what I remember is... And then you kind of flashback little episode in his head. <laughs> All right, what do, you, what do we see? It was just Dennis screaming at a bunch of trees surrounding him. Eternally? Yeah, eternally. Oh, damn. And then flashback. I don't like to think about it. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, your reasons are your own, I'm sure. Dennis, you're, you're a fucking freak. Uh, he was he was stuck in that, that forest in the Wizard of Oz and the trees just fucking <laughs> just beat him to death. Right? me, beating me. <laughs> what was... Uh, the Holy Grail, Monty Python, the Holy Grail, the Knights of Knee. Yeah. <laughs> the Knights who say knee. The Knights who say knee, oh, yes. Man. Poor Dennis. Realistically, these are the reasons why I think you should give a shit. I mean, fine, fine, fine. I get it. I wasn't worth a goddamn. Let's go kill some things. I love it. Here's the situation. We, I need you to bring me these icons. Like their heads? A trophy? Maybe sometimes. I don't know. The Oracle hasn't quite told me what I need yet. The Oracle? Yes, I consult with an Oracle, and uh, she tells me things. Okay, I was... I had a name for my mistress, too. My man, up top. <laughs> That's the sound of his hand slapping yours. <laughs> Is it all wet and gross? Because he's very much so. Your hand has like a mucus layer now. Ew. And so does everything he touches. Like his chair is fucking gross. Uh, like, the worms <laughs> he handed us. So slimy. Mm. Yuck. So is that what we're waiting for now? Uh, yes and no. In the meantime, I feel like we could expedite our journeys going forward if we were to go get somebody, a friend of mine. Mm. 
is 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 he undead as well? Oh uh, yeah, well maybe. At, no, I'm not sure at the moment if he is or not. He is also deathless though, oh, which is curious. important. Uh, but please, I know that you need in order for you to gain more potency to your soul fire. You need to take the souls of deathless. Hey, hear oh. that, Dennis? Get a hold of him and suck him dry. Well, I would prefer it if you don't kill this one. Oh. He would definitely make things easier for us, and mostly, more, more importantly, to you, for you. Mm. <laughs> uh, he, uh, you see, he is what you would call a transmuter, or maybe some would call him an, a summoner. It's hard to say, really. He doesn't call himself anything. But uh, he can teleport people from place to place a hell of a lot better than I can. I can get you to the dying world, but I can't guarantee that I can get you close enough to be not worthy of replacement. <laughs> <laughs> this man, however, can. Now, it, interesting, he is, has this obsession with an orb. His power comes from it. And I've sensed his energy, and I've sensed his orb's energy. They are in the same place. Oddly enough, there is a third energy presence in that location, that location being Graven Tusk, specifically the mausoleum of Peleolin. Peleolin. It is copper-domed. Okay. It should stand out in amongst the drab gray graves of Graven Tusk. All right. Uh, His name is Ignatius Marcosi. So uh, we just... How do we, we step off this plane of existence and... I can send you back to the dying world. Yeah, I, you uh, just told me you're not good at... No, I can send you there. I oh. just don't, can't okay. guarantee that I'll send you anywhere helpful. So I am going to give you this. And uh, Pelgrim, fortunately, <laughs> pulls something out of his uh, pants. He kind of reaches down like the front. Oh, uh, buddy. And he I'll... pulls out this, this scroll of paper. How oh. did you even fit that in there? It's the only place it'll fit. Arthur will grab the scroll from him. Okay, and you unwrap it, and it's, it's a map. It's a map of the world, and it says the dying world. And uh, this specifically, mechanically, is an item called the map of the dying world. And it does have a little bit of mechanical benefits. And all I wrote for the mechanical benefits is nowhere to go if you know where you are. Nice. In other words, if you can identify where you are in, in the world, you can determine how to get to where you need to go. That Perfect. Makes, that that's, yeah. makes sense and is much more helpful than it... <laughs> yes. I will hold on to that and stick it next to the lantern. That seems to always be lit. Do, do, do we have a, a compass for this map? Nah, you won't need to. It'll tell you what you need to know if you can figure out how to use it. It, it rotates like a mini-map. Perhaps it does. You can toggle that on and off. Uh, I also am going to give you this, and he takes um, a necklace off of himself, which is undesirably gross. Um, uh, Mel, you can take that one. Yes, this is the, I call this Recollections of Nowhere. Uh, this will allow you to teleport back here, uh, as long as you read the inscription on the back. It hopefully is in a language you understand. And uh, hold hands while doing so. It seems a little weird, I understand, but it connects your bodies together to be able to transport them. Mel, Melville, do you do you, do you know how to read? <laughs> I assume that you do not, Dennis. Like a man who knows how to read would not be screaming at trees. He would learn from reading that trees are no threat, <laughs> for they are on the they're printed on trees. <laughs> Words generally. <laughs> In all forms, yes, really. I know how to read, Dennis. Fantastic. I assume then you 
do as well, all shitting aside. Yeah, I, I, I read that s- scroll on That's the bridge. That's exactly... Um, oh, I, I forgot that. That is true. You did do that. I almost forgot what happened uh, so many months ago. Uh, yesterday. Earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was yesterday, now that you think about it. Just, just know that it's not going to be much use from on me if I die, so you're welcome to take it. I mean, well, he could take it after you die, of course. Too. That's what I mean. Nothing's I, more fun than looting a corpse. No, that's ah uh, yes, I, I uh, that is a good time. Here's yeah. a question. Hence the flesh mask. <laughs> Step it up, Arthur. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> can you can you take a dead body with you? Yes, as long as you are holding him. Okay. Is the is is there a max like four people max or? I've never tested it. Maybe perhaps you may. I've only ever brought me and Pellegrin and uh, who what was that man's name? Oh yes, Paul. <laughs> oh Paul. Uh, I mean others too, but I think that was the largest group we've had. Well, open I... up the front door and let's uh, let's go get this guy. What's it? What the fuck is his name? Ignatius, Ignatius. Marcosi. Yes, he remembers. Ignatius, right? I have I have a question b- b- before we leave. Yes, Dennis. Why are you dead? And why is your brother alive? That's actually a very good question. Yes, these are great questions. Well, I will tell you why I am dead. I uh, I died. And when you are dead, or when you when you are died, keep it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when you die, you are dead. Why? Wh- why are you staying dead? Well, I'm. That is debatable. Whether or not I'm still dead, I would consider myself undead. Uh, sometimes with you, the right. You gave me a soul. Yes. So why, why didn't you take it for yourself and come back? So as, as, a, as a person who is not deathless, it is of no importance to you. For the most part, is that how it goes? Like, you can't become a normal person again. No, I will never become living again. Did you die on accident or on purpose? On purpose. That makes sense. Hmm. I sent myself into this state to prolong my existence. And it has worked. However, it did give me a soul fire. Uh, a quite rich soul fire. Mm, I see. Pelgrane here is just living it hard. How, how, wait, how old are you two? Uh, I have forgotten my age, but Pelgrane here, I believe, is 34? Do you exist in a different state then? Because Generally, I, yes. I, I was just going I mean, to say, where we are now is literally nowhere. I couldn't imagine a world where you uh, can't keep track of 40 years old or something like that. Have you seen a sun rise or set here? Fair enough. Okay. It's hard to keep track of. Hell, I don't even know how long you slept. Probably a night's worth. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had to do it in so long. I don't don't end up asleep. I just eat Paul. (laughs) (laughs) That poor fool. Oh, yes, you can meet him if you'd like, but I feel like you might want to steal yourselves. No, I, I would prefer. Let's to put that it. off for a I, while. I yeah, but another Paul. time. I've already tasted the man. Enough's that's enough for me. You might want to thank Paul. Oh, he's not going to appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> let's maybe let's save him for a more opportune moment. Yes, Paul doesn't matter. It's like asking to see the fridge. You don't he's, need to see the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be, but even mentioning him could make him check off Paul. Nice. You don't know. That is true. I mean, at least we've got the obligatory Paul out of the way. <laughs> yes. <it's> before <laughs> I completely forget to mention him at all. <laughs> As I'm sure has happened before. <laughs> it's very possible. Um, I guess really with that, that's all I really had to give you guys. If you're ready to transport to the dying world, then we are ready to go. Sure, yes. Um, is there anything that you could 
Okay, realistically. I had a really cool spear. Do you have yes, any weapons? Yes, he had a stick. I have a femur. Man, we I got have... our asses kicked by goblins. You, we could be more prepared. Yeah, that's for you sure. You guys are pretty unequipped. Right, and you're the one carrying the massive sword. So do you want to come with, or do you want to share some loot? I uh, would love to stay inside for a couple days, if that's good. I've uh, been out in that cemetery for God knows how long. All right. I mean, neck knows how long. <laughs> Closer to the truth, I'm sure. Yes, very well. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to... I did bring a few things to give you guys. I, uh, you guys are kind of ridiculous, but uh, learning. Dennis what would is... give you that idea? Are, <laughs> there's no ridiculousness here. Okay, I believe you. Stare with my horrifying eyes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I forgot about we... that. <laughs> I think a mirror will tell you more than I'll be able to. But Dennis, you screaming at the trees reminded me of something I had in my uh, okay, storage yeah, that's locker. A ridiculous. <laughs> um, this, and he pulls out this axe from under the table. It looks like a normal woodcutting axe. This is the tree hater's axe. Oh! I feel like this was made for you. Like, specifically. <laughs> uh, does D6 damage? Uh, and D20 damage versus tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Shit, yes. that, that's way better than this obsidian stick, and I throw it over my shoulder. Arthur, I, uh, you're a little bit squishy, uh, as the kids would say. As, you know what? Okay, I am, but I did pretty well, I think. You did, yeah, that's true. I just feel like you could use this, and you hear him like pull something from under the table again, and it's like... Do you have Santa's bag back there? What's going on? No, I just have some stuff on the floor at my feet. Oh. <laughs> but this is a chainmail shirt with a hood. Hide your head. Uh, <laughs> minus D4, tier, tier 2 armor. Oh. Uh, DR plus 2 on agility test. You can't use scrolls while wearing it. Well, thanks, Denim Dad. You're welcome. And he like gleams like just proudly <laughs> uh, at you. Uh, also, um, can you can you fix my broken armor? Me personally, no. Do you do God do, no? Do you have an undead friend that I can steal his clothes? I, it's this is useless. This is this is just a tapestry now. I might have a pair of pants you can have. Don't need pants. a little tight though. <laughs> I feel like you do need pants. He looks under like under the table. <laughs> A ball caser? Come on. What, just, you got presents for me or what? Yes, here. And he has this like, <laughs> this, like wooden like um, tube uh, at you, and it's got like a leather cap on it. What's you know this? what? Open it and find out. Oh, you son of a bitch. I knew you were going to do this to me. And I open it up. Good Christmas fun. <laughs> I open it up. Um, do give a me... bunch of like snakes pop out of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I'll give you my my armor because I've already got light armor and I don't want to fuck with my agility. I thought yours was broken too. Was it? I think it was. Nate, give me two d10s. Oh God, what I, the hell? I yeah. think your armor broke as well on the bridge. Grab the wrong one. I can't remember. I think maybe. Well, I'll just 18, give you my chainmail. One and an eight. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to use it. But it's a one and an eight. Oh, a one and an eight. Okay, yeah. so you have you open this thing and you see that there's some scrolls in it. Oh, uh, you unroll one, and uh, its palms open the southern gate, it says, which is a ball of fire hits D2 creatures, dealing D8 damage per creature. But first, yep. DR12 presence. Yep. To determine if you can't handle this thing existing. Oh, boy. Here we go. Nope. Yeah. Knew that was going to happen. What do you do then? I ripped that fucker apart. Oh, wow, right. ungrateful. I can't help it. <laughs> the other one is foul psychopomp. <laughs> you literally can't. 
<laughs> nope. No. And you ripped that one up too? <laughs> I knew as soon as it was a two wow. for scrolls. I'm sorry. I, I literally was triggering that with him. I know you were. <laughs> I was trying to see what I'm sorry, going. but he hates trees. I hate scrolls. I feel like I should have asked. Honestly. I should just give you a fucking torch. Yeah. <laughs> you can burn him going forward. <laughs> <laughs> It'll save me time. I mean, yeah. You want a torch? Uh, I, yes. No, and you, you, you need a weapon, don't you? And you do too. You're swinging that bone around. I mean, you're good with it, but well, it's a fucking bone. It's man. An I would prefer to be good with. Dennis would just take my armor. I don't want it slowing me down, anyways. Fair enough. What uh, what do you wield? What do you generally use? I've got a short. Uh, excuse me, as you might have pronounced it earlier, a sword sword. A sword sword, yeah. <laughs> and D four damage. Oh, that's not going to be great. I think I got something better for you. What about you, uh, Melville? You want to replace that bone with something better? No, he's got a cleaver. You do? What? Wait, no, wait, no. Dennis has the cleaver now from yeah. the goblin. And yeah, then okay. he had the short sword because you had the obsidian staff. I got it back. But I gave it back to him. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. So I, I have the bone. Yep. All this That's recollection. All you yep. You'd rather have something more useful. I'm every day. All right. I got a couple of really sweet... Uh... Elephant femur? <laughs> I do Don't not have one of those, to be honest. Just just hold, a horse femur. Hold on, let, let me go to my room. I'll be right back. And he gets up from the table and takes off. Um, goes out uh, the door that you guys came from. He's gone for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and that, meanwhile, Tethic is just sitting at the table waiting as well, and he's just kind of dozing. He's been kind of just like... <laughs> he said he didn't sleep. I'm not sleeping! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Holy shit. Just idle. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on standby. I'm on. Uh, yes, I'm on standby. Uh, after about 20 minutes, uh, Pelgrim comes back and you're just like dragging. You can hear him before you see him, and you're a little concerned. You're like, "What the fuck is that?" Because you hear like a dragging and like chains, like a dragging of metal on obsidian. <laughs> and uh, uh, he comes back with three things. He's got. You now understand what the chains and the dragging were. He's dragging a flail behind him. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> when you guys wants this heavy bastard, you can have it. I just don't quite get the chain. He's just kind of confused by it. <laughs> so if you want the flail, you can take it. D8 damage. Ooh, shit. Can you wield it? Yeah, you can wield it. What's your strength, Arthur? Plus one. Oh, I mean, yeah. Does it have negative effects because it's so heavy? No. Oddly enough, it does not. Yeah, I'll run around with a goddamn chain I feel chain like flail. you're the guy with the, the <laughs> maybe flail shit. It's also got... Oh, uh, yeah, because you would cut yourself. <laughs> so you, you, on your backswing, your Oh, with the wings, too, he's hovering. He's freaking flying, <laughs> yeah, flying over the battlefield. And every time you hit somebody, a little bit of flesh rips you're like off. A, you're like a little disgusting hawk man. Yeah, it's oh, a spiky-ass ball on a chain and a, with, a hand, with a handle. Uh, yeah. He's also got a decent-looking sword. It's not, like, in bad shape at all, but it's not, like pristine or anything. Uh, this thing's fine. If you want it, you can have it. But this bastard, and he pulls this like Zweihander off his back. It's smaller than the one he generally wields, which is weird to think that he carries a giant sword, but the mace was heavy. The flail was heavy. <laughs> right. Uh, if you guys want either of these two, and he, talking to you, Arthur. That uh, big one? If you want it. Or maybe it? that. It's a Zweihander. Oh. It's a D10 damage, but it, you can't use scrolls while using it. I Give think. me that. That makes more sense. And then. he plops Over on the table and just... <laughs> <laughs> we got ahead of ourselves. Give me that fucking flail. Cool. So, you, can't, you took the flail. You took the Zweihander. Yeah, I don't, I don't read scrolls anyway, so... Yeah, that's, that's what I figured out, so it really wouldn't hurt you. Um, Beautiful. It's a big, heavy-ass two-handed sword, so keep in mind you're using it two-handedly. I got the most p- powerful weapon here. 
Okay, are you my woodcutting axe? Are you loot goblins ready to go or what? Absolutely. I'm gonna take that other sword too with us. By uh, the way, yeah, why not? I don't fucking need it. You look cool on the wall though. I think it's a replica. That makes sense. <laughs> it looks like it's made out of stainless. Uh, yeah, it it says made in China. <laughs> I, like, I don't know where China is, but <laughs> you can have. And actually, that being the case, because we because in the in the in the fiction we gave it this yes. shitty quality, it would be a D six, but it's a D four. <laughs> Oh, no. The replica sword. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, because I didn't want you to have all three things, but because yeah. you're going to take the third one, I'll just fucking weaken it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just literally a... Maybe a, it should be a D2, then. A replacement. Uh, that's, might as well fucking go with the bone in that case. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. So, with that, just walk out the front door. I will uh, conjure the best portal I can. Honestly, no promises. And I'll see you guys... Next episode, don't sniff glue. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs>